This is Together 24-7, Episode 8. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. And welcome to Together 24-7. I'm your co-host, Barry Cohen. Okay, so if you're the co-host, that makes me the other co-host. I'm Catherine Cohen. Yes, you are. And I am. And you might notice, Catherine, there's some background noise going on here. What's going on? There is a little bit of background noise, and there is a little bit of echo. We are at Laristra Restaurant, and that is in beautiful Gilbert, Arizona. And we'll give you all the contact information later. I can tell you that Barry and I have been here before at Laristra Restaurant. Laristra New Mexican Kitchen. Let me get the name straight. It's Laristra New Mexican Kitchen. We've been here before for tequila snobs tasting. Oh, and there's some good tequila there's going on. really good tequila. They've got great selection of tequila. They have um, some fabulous food. We enjoyed our dinner. Absolutely. And remember, kids, you don't shoot your tequila. You sip it. You sip your tequila. And you could learn all of, all about that if you speak to the bartenders here. But So today we're speaking to uh, John and Andrea Gebeldon. Gebeldon. I'm sorry. I asked them for the pronunciation, and I'm so bad at this. So John and Andrea own La Ristra New Mexican Restaurant. They have been in business together for two and a half years here in beautiful Gilbert, Arizona. I say beautiful Gilbert, Arizona because every place in Arizona is fantastic. Um, they are married. They've been together for 12 years. They have two kids, ages two and five. John was born in Spain. And my first question is going to be, what is a military dependent? So are you a, a military brat? Are you, were, are you of Spanish descent? What, what's the deal with that? Both. Uh, oh. Military brat and of Spanish descent. And of Spanish descent. Okay. So uh, was um, American military, Spanish military? American military. My dad was stationed in uh, Zaragoza, Spain. Okay. And okay. that's where he met my mom. Ah, okay, cool. You have a bachelor's degree in international business and a master's degree in business management, and yet here we are in a restaurant. Crazy business, crazy business. And you've got two kids, and it is a New Mexican restaurant and bar. And Andrea, you were born in the Netherlands. That's pretty wild. I know. My dad was working there in the oil rig, and my mom went and stayed with him while he was there and stationed there. Cool. Very nice. And um, you were raised in Flagstaff, Arizona, though. Yes. You received a bachelor's degree in international hotel restaurant management. You worked at the Four Seasons as the finance management department. Yes. For seven years. And I think I saw somewhere that you guys kind of started the restaurant when you were there as well. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So John had this crazy idea to open a restaurant, and I was working at the resort and wasn't quite ready to leave my job, but then we had my daughter Olivia and I wanted a little bit more flexibility in the schedule and so after many conversations of whether we could work together or not we just decided to give it a try and here I am and and there you are so uh, listeners they're not just crazy that they're married and that they opened up a business together they started they launched this business together but they're crazy in the fact that their business is a restaurant it's a great restaurant it's a thriving restaurant but it is a restaurant nonetheless and that is, um, that is a, an interesting business. You want to tell me a little bit about what your schedule looks like in the restaurant biz? Well, <clears throat> we are open seven days a week, so uh, we're pretty much open all the time. Uh, we open at uh, 11 a.m. and close at 9 during the week and then midnight at the, on the weekends. Um, but that's not when the business hours stop for us. Um, 
usually our doors open for the kitchen around 9 a.m., if not earlier, and, uh, and usually an hour or two after, after we close. So whether we're here in the restaurant or at home, our business is usually operating, and so no matter if we're here, we're still working. Cool. And since the kids are ages two and five, um, I'm going to guess that they don't do too much in the business, but are they starting to get familiar with the business at all? Do they say hello to customers if they're here? Absolutely. They walk around this place like they own it. And they they do. (laughs) They want to bring waters to the customers and bring the menus to the customers as well. Um, My son really loves to clean, so he'll, he'll come and he'll wipe the high chairs down, sweep, whatever we ask them to do so they're very interested in it and i've said it a million times uh kids raised in a business and a family business are raised right whatever they decide to do later on they know that they can so yeah what made the two of you actually decide aside from john you just having this idea hey let's open a restaurant was there any other thought process that made you decide that you wanted to open a business together we actually um many years ago when we were in college uh, we were actually studying abroad in Australia together, and and that's when the first idea of us opening a business together came about. We were in um, uh, Melbourne in uh, in the southern part of Australia, and we were sitting at a little pizza shop and uh, having some pizza and a glass of wine, and we thought, how neat would it be one day to, to have our own little pizza place with you know our own selection of wines? Well, we ended up not opening up a pizza place, obviously, but... Uh, that was when the first idea came about. Whenever I decided to open the restaurant up, um, it was going to be something that I was kind of doing on my own. Um, but uh, very quickly, I realized that I needed her help. And uh, so she came on board in the beginning, and, and here we are now. Cool. So- I, I'm, just, I'm, like, I, I'm sucking in this story, so, soaking in this story, sorry. And, and it, it's... There was, there was no thought, really, it sounds like. You want to open a restaurant, you guys are together, and you just, well, you realize that no man can work on his own, so <laughs> you, you had to take the woman with you. Uh, so so that, that is terrific. Now, did either of you have any entrepreneurial backgrounds? I know you, uh, oh, sorry, microphone, I hit the mic. Uh, Andrew, you said that you worked for Four Seasons before that or during, I mean, did you yes. have any side gigs going? Did you have something before or anything? No, I worked in restaurants um, prior to working at the Four Seasons. Um, I really loved the hotel and restaurant industry, but I also really loved the finance aspect of it, and so I thought it'd be a good opportunity to kind of learn about the finance so ultimately we could open our own restaurant in a know a little bit more about that um so no no side gigs um just just kind of winged it and (laughs) well there was a lot of learning and there still is a lot of learning and making the wrong choices and learning from them so and prior to the restaurant i also worked in the corporate world i worked for bank of america i was a vp for them for six years before we we decided to open the restaurant and i think i quickly realized that i kind of wanted to be my own boss and uh and that's why we ventured off by ourselves and Whenever we did open, um, you know, she spent a lot of time at home with the kids and, and uh, helped me give the amount of time that I needed to open this restaurant. I was working on this almost 24-7 uh, to get this place started up. And that was what, what really kind of decided for her to step away from the Four Seasons was there was no way for us to be able to balance our life out um, with the kids, with her having a, a full-time job and me trying to you know, dedicate our entire life to this restaurant. 
And what made you decide to open a New Mexican restaurant? Well, my family um, is from New Mexico. Uh, they're from Belen, New Mexico. Um, on top of that, my family owns several restaurants called Los Dos Molinos. Oh, okay. Oh, you're a Los Dos Molinos kid. Guys, Los Dos Molinos is one of the hottest, and I don't mean hot like there's hip a line out the door, although it is hip and happening. Let me tell you about this restaurant. Bobby Flay once interviewed Los Dos Molinos on one of his shows, and Bobby Flay, Bobby Flay, who makes everything super hot, tasted something at Los Dos Molinos, and it is delicious. Guys, we've been there. It was one of my mom's favorite restaurants um, when she was still with us and when she would come out and visit. Uh, but Bobby Flay took a step back and went, wow, that's hot. So that's Los Dos Molinos. They are, they are very well known for being pretty spicy. That's kind of their motto, some like it hot. And I remember seeing on the menu, no, we don't make it mild. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so that's fantastic. So you have restaurants in your blood. Restaurant is in my blood, yes. Terrific. Now, obviously there is some division of labor going on here. Um, I'm going to ex- assume, Andrea, you do the books. You take yes. care of all the finances. Yes. John, what do you do? Um, I do a little bit of everything. So I'm in the front of the house taking care of the customers. Uh, I work a lot in the kitchen with the cooks and the chefs, uh, making sure the quality and, and consistency is there. Um, I deal with uh, the servers and, and whatnot. But, you know, we, we share a lot, of the, a lot of the duties. Andrea does take care of all the, the finances and, and uh, a lot of the HR stuff in the, in the back of the house. So, so do you... <laughs> He's pointing to me. It's my turn to ask a question. Talk, talk, so woman, you, talk. So do you guys have some overlap in, in, in uh, your duties, or there are areas that you overlap, or not at all? Yes, there are. Pretty much in everything that we do, it's, it's an overlap, um, just because there's so much going on on a daily basis. Um, depending on who's going to be coming into the restaurant, will overlap what has a priority and needs to get done that day. And how do you guys keep in touch with... Um, and? You know, for those of you listeners that uh, d- haven't haven't taken the plunge yet and started your own business, you're thinking to yourself, "Wait, you're together twenty four seven. You know what the other person is doing at all times." Ain't eh, wrong. So, how do you guys keep in touch with each other to let you, each other know? I think our our daily um, kind of task is a little bit different from a lot of people that work in the office together. Uh, we share the day in a sense of. Uh, during the week, uh, one of us will work during the day, and then one of us will be at home with the children. Um, and then in the evening time, we usually switch. So as much as people think that we're next to each other all day long, we're not. Uh, we, we share the duties um, so that we can keep our, our work-life balance there. Cool. And you've been doing this for two and a half years. Uh, you, you, know, you both have your strengths. At what point... And it may be ongoing, but at what point did you have your biggest, I'll call it your entrepreneurial fight? The, the discussion, was it a one-time thing? Is it an ongoing thing about something that you disagree with on how to run this business? And what was it about? Did it carry over into your personal lives? And how do you stop it from carrying over into your personal lives? I think almost daily, if not for sure weekly, we'll have a disagreement of o- over something or another. And, um, you know, sometimes John says I do it on purpose just to disagree with him just for fun, but I really don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> I, all wives do. No, she doesn't. No, I don't. I'm, I'm an angel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so, yeah, so we constantly are working through those disagreements that we do have, um, and we try as much as possible not to make that personal, but a lot of times it is personal because our business is personal to us, and it's part of our life, so... Andrew, you're looking over to John for validation. Am I right? Is that is, is that true? I don't know. I was just seeing if he had any input. Well, I think that that, like she said, you know, we everything that we do in the business is personal to us, and and we do have uh, small arguments or discussions. But one thing that we try to do is just kind of trust in each other, and um, and in decisions that we make, and. A lot of the big fights that we had in the beginning now doesn't really happen as much just because we do trust in each other. So so there's going to be, listeners, once or twice where you're going to shake things out uh, and, and find that happy middle ground. But the biggest thing is trust. You're going to have disagreements. You're going to not see things the same way. But if it's the responsibility of John, Andrea trusts that he's got it right. If it's the responsibility of Andrea... John trusts that she's got it right. And that's the most important thing when you're running a business. If you look at your spouse, your partner, your significant other, and you say, I don't know if I can trust that what you're, the decisions that you're making are the best decisions for this business, don't do it. Don't do it. It's going to ruin your life. Um, what, what are some of the downside risks of living and working together? And I think you touched on it a little bit with not seeing each other. You know, we don't get to see each other all the time. And I think one of the biggest downsides that we thought about was, um, you know, a lot of times the first thing we start talking about in the morning is, is work. Um, you know, we bring work home sometimes and we'll, we'll end up going to sleep and thinking about work all night long. And then we wake up in, in the morning and we either have some uh, questions for each other or we have something that, you know, is bothering us. And, and uh, that's challenging sometimes whenever you wake up in the morning and the first thing you start talking about is, is the restaurant. Um, and then on the other end of it, we go to bed sometimes talking about the restaurant. That's probably the biggest downside. Okay. So sometimes you carve out some stuff for each other. And, and on the flip side then, what are some of the joys that you've experienced working together and living together? Um, we really love being able to share the, the joy and the pain of, of the successes or failures that we have at the restaurant and really truly understand you know, what that other person was going through um, so that we can just share in that moment together. We like to kind of, you know, laugh about the beginning stages of the restaurant. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, in the beginning when we first opened up, we would literally go home and cry at night thinking, what did we do? You know, what were we thinking uh, trying to embark on a business so big and, and so complex? And, uh and we would literally go home and, and shed tears and, and, and thinking that maybe we weren't able to do it. Um, obviously, two and a half years later, we've, we've, uh, we've passed that. And, and to be able to, to share the success that we've made already and look back at how hard it was, I think, brings us together a little bit more. That's so sweet. Well, now, what are some of the things that you guys do to separate your business life and your personal life <laughs> when, when you get to see each other? Um, we, we try and separate ourselves from the business by, by doing kids' activities with the kids because really when we're focusing on them, it's pretty hard to, to think about the business. They take our, our attention. And um, so, so that's one thing, or else we just get out of town if all else fails. <laughs> that works. 
that works. Oh, you're looking at me? Yeah, yeah. It, the whole question is yours. Oh, the whole thing is yeah, mine? Yeah, the whole thing oh, is yours. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so is the next section. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, I get it all. Awesome. She doesn't let me talk much, so this is really great. Um, what books are the two of you reading, if any? Um, I'm actually reading a book by Chelsea Handler. So I love Chelsea yeah, Handler. Yeah, she's great. So I'm getting a lot of laughs these days. And that, I think, helps in business. You just gotta, you've got to unwind. That's yeah. your own little mini vacation, I think. Uh, we interviewed somebody that is reading, a, a, likes reading murder mysteries. And that's their, the, actually the husband and wife, that's their little mini vacation mm-hmm. to do the murder mysteries. And, John, what about you? What books are you reading? Well, currently I'm not reading any books. And I think it's because uh, we... Like I said, we, we spend so much time at work. I'm here, um, you know, so many hours. And when I get home, you know, the kids are my priority. I spend time with the kids and getting things ready for, for dinner and, and uh, going to bed. And, and whenever I get that free moment at the end of the night when the kids are asleep and the, the, the house is quiet, I tend to just kind of shut my brain off and don't get much time to, to open that book up. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, Barry's not, Barry's not a huge uh, reader. I, the way I see it, if the book's good enough, they're going to make a movie out of it, and then I could just get it all <laughs> over with in two hours. There you go. And that's why they made Star Wars and Star Trek. <laughs> Many just, of them. Just for you, Bear. December 15th, I'm just saying. Uh, now, both of you, um, if you can give our listeners one bit of advice, what would it be? Let's start with Andrea. Okay. It would be to let your kids, if you do have kids, come into the business because if they're able to really understand why mommy and daddy are away from them, um, then, then it'll help them a little bit more. They can come in, they see what we're doing, and we can even have them you know, help out, depending on their age, help out a little bit. And um, they really get that sense of pride as well um, about the business. Fantastic. And John? I would say... Uh, just make sure you go into something that you enjoy, uh, that you in, that you care about, that you're passionate about. You know, at the end of the day, through all the the trials and tribulations that the restaurant brings us, um, we find satisfaction in what we do, and we actually enjoy it. So that would be the piece of advice that I would give. Awesome. And I'm going. The next part of our interview is where we have some fun, uh, and it's. Kind of This is going to be weird. This yeah. is going to be weird. No, but I thought how I'm going to do This is going to be a two-part question. This is the food round. And typically we ask our guests, what's your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Or what meal do you like to cook together? But I'm going to change it a little bit. First, I want to know what's your favorite meal at this restaurant. And then I want to know what you both enjoy cooking together. <laughs> um, my favorite meal would be the blue corn enchiladas. They're stacked with a fried egg on there, and the taste is just phenomenal on it. So. John? I'm a meat guy, so I love the carne asada. We oh. do a really good uh, skirt carne asada. Uh, we layer it with green chilies and grilled onions. Uh, that's probably my favorite. Great. And cooking together. Do you, first of all? We do. We do. Not often, but yeah. we do. <laughs> our, our favorite meal together would be pizza, yes. for sure. 
It's a family favorite. Yes. American pizza or Mexican pizza? American pizza. <laughs> Just have to check. Hello, hello. That would be Italian pizza. No, no. There's, there's the Italian pizza, the, the, the stuff from Napoli. Then there's the American pizza from New York. I don't know what that Chicago stuff is. <laughs> okay. we, we have to admit, we do enjoy the deep dish Chicago oh. pizza. Oh. <laughs> Okay. That's it. You just That's, lost it's, all it's, respect. It, it's sort of Sicilian, and Sicilians are sort of Italian, and I can say that because I am. So, so you there like you the, uh, the, uh, the the oven, the fire roasted pizzas? I like the fire roasted pizzas. Yes. I like the more okay. southern pizzas. Absolutely. And now, typically, um, at this point, we no, have... you forgot the last question. The oh most my important gosh. question. The oh, <laughs> the most important question out of this whole thing, <laughs> listeners. This is why you stayed till the end. And the question is, red, white, or beer? Beer. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> there was not even a hesitation there. Yep. Okay. So Cerveza. Catherine, let's take a quick break here and talk about something that I think a lot of our listeners want to hear about, and that's what kind of business to get started in. Um, a lot of our listeners, they, they're looking to start a business. They're wondering what kind of business to get into. And we just might have something that works for them. We might. We very well might. So here's the deal. Our show is called Together 24-7. And you're probably all wondering, if you didn't listen to the first episode, how are you two together 24-7? Well, back in 2003, we started a barter exchange. We loved having a barter exchange. We were very successful at it. We sold it in 2013. But in the meantime, and the reason why we sold it is because we actually started barter exchange management software to help other people start their own barter exchanges. And and what we've done is created not only the software, but the training programs as well. So we give businesses around the world the, the support of a franchise without being a franchise. You are your own independent business, your own name, your own branding. We just help and train people. So Here's the deal. What is a barter exchange? Well, we've got a free ebook. If you go to our website, www.barter21.com forward slash together, that'll tell you what a barter exchange is because it would take too long in the show. But here's what you need to ask yourself. Do you want to help small businesses grow and prosper? Are you concerned about economic upturns and downturns? Do you want a business-to-business company? Instead of having to deal with customers, consumers, you're dealing with other businesses. If you say yes to those, then you want to start a barter exchange. And to get it, like Catherine just said, uh, just go to www.barter21.com slash together. There will get you a free ebook that tells you a little bit about barter exchanges and how to run them and what the day-to-day work is all about. And also we'll give you a $150 discount certificate off of our training program. How's that for a deal? That's a pretty good deal. So www.barter21.com slash together to learn more about starting your own barter exchange. So so now, um, typically, either Catherine and I would give our what is actually my favorite part of the interview, which is not part of the interview at all. It's the pet peeve of the day. Um, but today... Catherine's not doing it, and I'm not doing it. John is our guest pet peever of the day. And being in the restaurant business, people listen up because you all go out to eat. And one or two of you in our listening audience is is doing this and just stop it. Stop it. John, what is it? Well, I'm going to go with uh, probably something that's more of a chef's pet peeve, which is mine as well, being that, that we own the restaurant. These recipes are ours. And we're always about doing what's right for the customer. And so don't get this confused with that. But probably our biggest pet peeve is when people create their own menu. So we spend lots and lots of hours uh, 
developing recipes, uh, creating the menu, and our biggest pet peeve would probably be when a customer completely takes apart your, your dish that they want and makes it their own. And we feel that sometimes we have the best idea of how it can come together, and sometimes the customer may, uh, may kind of pick it apart, and then it's not what you designed it initially. I'm going to assume that doesn't mean somebody like, like somebody like me, and for, for everybody's sake, this is my biggest problem. I don't like cheese. Um, so except? Except on pizza and veal parmesan. <laughs> That's where cheese belongs, in my opinion. So, so for me, I would come in. I, I, love, I love this type of food, but I don't like cheese. So if I say, can I have that without cheese? That's not the same as no. saying, okay, but instead of having the steak, can I have it with fish? And instead of the onions, can you put this on? Exactly. Okay. So right, changing the it. entire dish, and now you're bring, providing something that's not even something that we would even offer. Right. But yes, no. Cheese is a typical one that's, you know, we understand that people, a lot of people are lactose. and Oh, I just don't like it. <laughs> Unfortunately, in the Mexican world, uh, when it comes to food, uh, everything has cheese on it. Exactly. So. Except fajitas, which is what you usually order. Some well, sometimes they like. do, and I always say no cheese. No cheese. And, there, and, and it's done. Easy. But, but you also, you're not lactose intolerant because you also like the sour cream that comes with everything. Well, yeah. Yeah. It has nothing to do with lactose. And you do like the grated cheese when we make the uh, clams reganado on Christmas Eve. This is not about you. I know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just letting the audience know. So, so guys out there in the audience, if there's one thing on the dish that you don't like, you want all rice, no beans, that's a Barry thing. Um, your, your beans and rice, that's fine. If you don't want cheese, that's fine. You know, sauce, sauce on the side, is that okay? Absolutely. Sauce on the side is okay. If you're remaking the whole restaurant, just eat at home. Just eat at home, okay? <laughs> so there you have it. That's the pet peeve of the day. Um, guys, give us your contact information. Tell us where you are, where you're located, because people come to Phoenix a lot, and I think they should come and, uh, and check out your restaurant. At least three times. At least three times. And they have tequila, really good tequila. Over 150. So we're located in beautiful Gilbert, Arizona, 638 East Warner Road, Gilbert, Arizona, 85296. Uh, We're on Warner, just west of Lindsay Road. Our number here is 480-545-2880. Do you have a website? Yes, we do. You want to tell our listeners about it? I'd love to. It's uh, www.laristraaz.com. Laristra, and that's L-A-R-I-S-T-R-A, laristraaz.com. And that'll be in the show notes as well. that will be in the show notes as well. Do you guys have a Facebook page that they can like? What's your Facebook page? I believe it's uh, Laristra AZ Facebook. Facebook, Laristra AZ. All right, terrific. And you can reach us here at Together247, www.together247.net. On Twitter, our handle is at RealTogether247. Also Facebook, forward slash RealTogether247. And our email, if you want to get both of us, is together at together247.net. If you just want to reach me, I'm Kat at Together247, and Barry is Barry at Together247. If you guys have a great idea for a pet peeve, if there's something that bothers you, maybe it's in your industry or maybe it's just in life in general, um, go ahead and send that to PP. That's PP for pet peeve. PP at together247.net. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you guys for letting us come to your restaurant and interview you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. All right. We'll see you all next time. See you next time. 
We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.